And then before I know it, I'm like 50 bunny grams in and thinking, why did I just eat 200 calories of graham crack, kids graham crackers, toddler graham crackers. Actually. Yeah, you know, it's a tough life, Trav, but somebody's got to eat the bunny grams. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 351. At 20.8 liters or five and a half gallons per person per year, the U.S. sure loves its ice cream, but it's not the number one ice cream consuming country in the world. In fact, it's only number two. Can you guess what country loves ice cream more than any other in the world? Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll give you the answer. There are very few things I love in this world more than desserts, but one of them may be scoring cheap flights. I mean, I love scoring cheap flights so much that I actually teamed up with my buddy Nikki to create an app that helps other people score the cheapest flights in the world. So if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously love traveling. Hopefully you also like desserts because we're going to talk about that quite a bit in this episode. And if you like traveling, then you know that scoring cheap flights is one of the best ways that you can have more money so that you can have that extra scoop of gelato or that extra piece of cake or that extra rusworm creme, which we're going to get into what that is in today's show. So if you want to score the cheapest flights, make sure you check out our brand new app, Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can find that on any of the app stores. It is totally free to download. Check it out and use the referral code after you download when you're signing up. Just use EPOP. Throw that in the referral code box. That makes me know that you have come from the EPOP podcast. That will get you a free 14-day trial to our platinum version. Also, a discount if you do decide you want to stay at the platinum level. It gives you a discount as well if you stay on the platinum level. So check that out. Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can find it. And uh, yeah, cheap flights to awesome destinations with great desserts. That's going to be hard to beat. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who doesn't even like Oreos, but yet bought a whole box of double stuffed Oreos the other day. My wife, my constant travel companion, and I guess someone who's willing to eat Oreos even though she doesn't like them. Okay. I like Oreos and you know when you go grocery shopping and you're hungry it's just a bad scene because you just get random things that you probably normally wouldn't buy. As someone with no portion control myself (laughs) I saw those Oreos and I said what are you doing because I would sit and eat. Heather could eat two of them which is weird because she doesn't even like them. I like them they're just not my favorite snack. I love Oreos and honestly would eat a whole sleeve of Oreos in one sitting. So I actually made her hide the Oreos. So I don't even know where they are. I don't even know if they're finished 
whatever. No, so We've- far, I've, I bought them three days ago. So far, I've only eaten three. So, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe we'll throw the rest away. <laughs> An Oreo a day. An Oreo a day for this girl. Today, we are talking about our favorite dessert. And this is part six of our 2018 year in review. And like we said, we're purists. So, we don't start this whole thing until... 2018 is actually over. So if you guys have been listening, you've been following along, you know that we rocked with our travel stats, our travel superlatives. We talked best meals, best coffee, and best beer over the last five episodes. We've got best desserts today. And then the last part, seventh part of our seven-part series will be coming out next week. That is our best travel experiences. So that kind of encapsulates everything that we've talked about. And we distill it down to what we thought our best experiences were. But today... Get ready to salivate because we're talking best desserts and both you and I are a little hungry. It's coming up on lunchtime. We haven't eaten much this morning, so I don't know if we're going to be able to get through this podcast without stopping it and going for a nibble because looking at my list, I'm ready to grab something that's sweet. I know. And you mentioned like maybe after we record this podcast, we'll go out and get a sweet dessert somewhere. But you know, the only thing that comes to mind, and I didn't have any honorable mentions, but I love the chocolate cheesecake from our local grocery store. So maybe I'll be going out and getting that. Yeah, there's nothing on my list that is super local. There is something in Philly, but we're not going to go all the way down to Philly to get this. I don't think unless I, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Depends how hungry we get during this podcast. But I, I do have one honorable mention. And then you guys know the rules. We each have seven. And we don't know each other's list. So we may be crossing over a little bit here. But before we even get to those seven, well, 14 really, I have one honorable mention. This is something that I think we could find in this house. Ooh, and this is Annie's Organic Bunny Grams. Oh my so gosh. <laughs> I have been trying not to put on weight since we had a kid, but it's very difficult because every time I go and work out, you know, whenever you're feeding, whenever I'm feeding Wit his little snacks, these stupid little Annie's organic bunny grams. I just can't stop eating them. They're I wake so up in delicious. the morning, I give him some, and all of a sudden I'm going to eat some. So this year I've eaten <laughs> a ton of Annie's organic bunny grams. It's not even that they're that amazing. I just, they're small. You pop them in, you get a little hit of like sweetness, chocolate chip in it. And then before I know it, I'm like 50 bunny grams in and thinking, why did I just eat 200 calories of graham crack, kids' graham crackers? Toddler graham crackers, actually. Yeah, you know, it's a tough life, Trav, but somebody's got to eat the bunny grams. So Annie's Organic Bunny Grams, you're my honorable Honorable mention. mention. Hopefully I eat less Annie's Organic Bunny Grams in 2019 than I did in 2018. Let's jump into the list. It it worked out well. We made our list and we both had exactly seven. Yeah, I wonder if we have some of the same ones. I'm sure... I, I'm going to predict that our number one is the same this year. Yeah, we we mentioned we don't know each other's lists, but... I have a pretty strong feeling because we talked about it when it happened that this was an amazing dessert and that it was going to make our best desserts list. Yeah. So I don't think think we'll be too surprised with our number one. But my number seven is a place that we've been to a few times and it's. Uh, it's number seven because we've had it before, but that doesn't mean that it's not as good as you know some of my other higher numbers. And that is Jenny's ice cream in Nashville. And we also actually had it when we were in Georgia. They had one in Atlanta that we stopped at right before we went to the airport. And 
Man, I just love Jenny's ice cream and I honestly think it gives Sel and Straw a run for its money. I like some of the flavors better than the ones at Salt and Straw, but I haven't had Salt and Straw for almost a year and a half now. It's been a while. So I just love Jenny's ice cream. It's my number seven. It's probably my favorite ice cream in the US next to Salt and Straw. Jenny's is very good. And I like that they're expanding. I you know, they're from Ohio, so I keep thinking, when are you going to expand out Philadelphia. here? I'm kind of Please. happy they're not in uh, Philly not because I would be getting Jenny's quite a bit. I agree. I was going to put it on my list. I was hoping you did. It just missed mine. And again, that's only because we've had it a bunch of times. But Jenny's, on my running list of best ice creams, Jenny's is right there in solidly in the top three Yeah, with two that I'm going to be mentioning on today's show. So okay. Jenny's is right there in the top three. Great, great ice cream. My number seven, though, is a little different. This is homemade. And again, if we're if we're making a list of things that I ate over ate the most of this year, <laughs> oh Bunny Grams would be all, much higher. And this would be up there as well. This is your sister, Julie. She makes incredible peppermint bark during the holiday oh, it's season true. it's so good so if you guys have had peppermint bark before what company is it that makes the ghirardelli ghirardelli makes peppermint bark and it's white chocolate and mint and dark chocolate. dark chocolate and you know candy cane pieces but and and ghirardelli is good that's how i got first kind of hooked on peppermint bark but it's thick you know it's a bigger thicker square heather's sister makes homemade peppermint bark that is super thin so you just, uh, it's, again, it's like bunny grams. You just start shoveling it in your mouth. So it's just really, really thin layers all swirled together with crumbled up candy cane on top. And when she makes this, I I tell her, I, yeah, I tell them, like, hide this. So and they good. do because I'll eat it all except Teth. At one point, people brought it out. We were having a party and there was a whole bag of it left at the end of the night. And I... I consumed, again, we're talking <laughs> calories, probably like 800 calories worth of peppermint bark over an hour. I could not stop yeah, eating it. It's so, so addicting. It's, I would say, easily three times as good as Ghirardelli peppermint yeah, bark. Yeah, I so. agree. She should really start selling it. <laughs> oh, and I'm glad it's only around like yeah, two weeks only, out of the year. She only makes it in December. A special treat. My number six is a place that we went to while we were traveling in Budapest, and we just had a really great day. We went up to the castle area, and Travis like, okay, there's this old pastry shop that people rave about, and we're just going to walk and try to find it. And we found it. We sat outside. It was packed. It was very busy, and we sat there, and we ordered, I think- It's called Ruzzworm. Oh, Rusworm Confectionery. Okay. I had a near written, the Budapest cast. I had it ri- written as Budavar, Budavar pastries. That's not right though. I no, guess. I think it's it's Rusworm. Okay. Um anyway, we got three desserts and then they were so good that we ordered, I think, at least two more to go so that we could eat them later back at our Airbnb. And they were just really nice, light desserts. They had, you know, a whole menu, just like teas and coffees and, you know, little pastries. And it was just like a fun kind of classic experience, kind of like doing, you know, a high tea in London or something where, you know, you're just at this old bakery that's been around for, I don't know, a hundred years it's or something. It's supposed to be the, or I don't know, claims to be the oldest one in Budapest, which 
would make sense based on its location because it's right near the castle in the in the really old part. So, I mean, whether it's the oldest or not, certainly been there for over a hundred years, and I get like you said, just a really neat little place that we had heard good things about. It, it gets a lot of tour groups through. You know, you, you know, you have tour groups come and see the castle, and then they go to this place. We hit it at a time where we actually could just rock up and sit right outside, which was nice because heth after we got there, some groups did come through and it it really did pack out. Yeah. But um yeah, Rudsworm confectioner confectionery near the Budapest castle. Um high on my list as oh, well. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> so but for a different reason. For a different yeah. reason because we had different desserts there. My six were if we're bringing it back to ice cream because ultimately it usually comes back to ice cream with me. This was a place we went to in Kelowna, BC, British Columbia. Oh, I don't think I got any. You brought some back for me. I brought some back. Uh, I I actually went two nights. And now that I'm mentioning this, I'm going to have to sneak one in. Oh, because I forgot one from my list. So this is on the fly here. My number six, Parlor Ice Cream in Kelowna. And very, very good ice cream. Lots of cool different flavors. One night. I went out and I brought some back for you the other night. I went out and also brought some back for you. Or maybe I just got some for myself. I went two nights in a row. That tells you it's pretty good ice cream. So parlor ice cream in Kelowna. Good stuff. Not not on Jenny's level. Not on salt and straw level. Not but on... decent ice cream. But yeah, above, definitely above average ice yeah, cream. Cool. My number five is also ice cream. We have a lot of ice cream on this list. And I don't know if it's going to make your list or not. I feel like it will. It's the High Point Creamery in Denver. Is that also on your list? Also on my list. Okay. So we could we could get into that. Again, we don't know beforehand. That keeps it fun. But that is a little higher on my list. So when we we get to my to where it is on my list, we'll we'll dig into that okay, a little bit. Sure. Ice cream. A lot of ice cream. All right. I've got a five here, and this may surprise you. I don't know if you remember this or not, but my number five is the Nanaimo Bar at a place called Cake Life. Okay. I have Cake Life on my list also. In Philadelphia. Yes. All right. So we're just going to have to keep going here. (laughs) All right. Again, we'll touch on that in a little bit. So uh, I think this is what we're finding out is we have to eat more dessert. Yeah, I really Too feel much like it crossover. was it was not a big year for desserts in 2018. I'm Too many you know, bunny had, grams, not I enough high-end desserts. Seven on my list and I couldn't even think of an honorable mention like obviously I need to be eating more desserts. I yeah, I think that's the only <laughs> that's the biggest takeaway for anyone listening is that you need to eat more desserts so you have more options when you do your year in review best desserts Absolutely. of the year. All right. Well, so we'll talk about cake life then. My number four definitely is not on Trav's list because he was not there. He was on his epic road trip out west. And, you know, I had a great time being in New Hampshire and Maine with my mom and my sister and my other family members. And we went to this place that I had never heard of called Congdon's Donuts. Congdon's Donuts. And it's in Wells, Maine. And, you know, we've been going to Maine every year, almost every year since I was a young child. And I had never heard of this donut shop. And we stayed at a hotel that was about 15 minutes from 
this donut shop. And my mom was like, yeah, we have to get donuts one morning from Congdon's. And I was like, okay, I've never heard of this. And, yeah. and she was like, seriously, I can't believe, you know, it's an institution. It's this place. I mean, there's like a lineup. There's a huge parking lot. So my sister, Julie, and I drove the 15 minutes one morning. And I mean, they had people directing traffic almost. The parking lot was that busy. And it's just like this old classic shop. We got, I think, 12 donuts. And they were fan. I, I didn't even Fantastic. hear this story either. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Congdon's. Yeah, Congdon's Donuts. C O N G. I would think someone like D-O-N. you, yeah, because you're you are to donuts what I am to oh ice cream. Gosh, we both I enjoy love donuts. We both enjoy each, but I I love 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 ice cream way more than the average person, and you love 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 donuts yes. way more than the average person. So Congdon's Donuts. Did you yeah. have a flavor that you thought, all right, this is this is the one? Honestly. Every one I had was good. They had, you know, like a blueberry one. They had an apple fritter that was delicious. They had a lemon one, which is, I always love the lemon powdered donut. And it's hard to find those anymore. And Byler's in Philadelphia used to be my favorite, but then they changed theirs and made it terrible. So, I mean, just the lemon one, not the, all the other ones, which are still amazing. But yeah, it we just we got a dozen donuts and fortunately like the day that we got them my whole like my my brother and his wife and his kids there was a lot of us at the beach sure, so it was not were. hard to eat all of the donuts and fortunately like my mom and sister and I didn't eat 12 donuts. But <laughs> they're just really good donuts and now every time we go to Maine I'm going to make the trek cuz we usually stay in York or you know a little bit further south and this donut shop is about like 20 30 minutes and there's a lot of traffic up there in the summer so it could take a long time to get I, there I like but that, it's though. worth the trek yeah see i like that it's 30 minutes away a so you can't go you know if we stay in york we can't go every day sure but also because it makes it a little special it makes it a mission like all right yeah. and usually when you're on vacation right the whole thing is getting you know relaxing and then doing like one thing per day sure. is what i think even and it doesn't i don't mean productive i just mean like setting one mission per day hey yeah. I'm going to drive up today, get Congdon Donuts, go half hour, sightsee a little bit, grab some donuts, come back, breaks up the day a little bit. That sounds yeah. perfect. And this is something else that's interesting that the parking lot is huge and some of it is like roped off for food trucks, I guess, that are there in the evening or something. But we went in the morning, so we didn't really get to experience is that. Is the donut place open in the evening too? I'm not sure. Because that could be good. Like yeah. A, you know, in, in Philly, there's a place called Federal Donuts run by a very esteemed chef and they do fried chicken and donuts, which sounds weird, but is awesome. So good. Uh, their fried chicken isn't fantastic. The donuts are pretty good. Fried chicken is really good. But maybe they do something similar to that where yeah. they bring in food trucks so that pair well with donuts. You know, I next time we head up there, we need to check out that whole scene because the donuts were awesome. And I don't think the food trucks are affiliated with the donut shop, but you know, it's like a whole cool little area that we never knew about having gone to Maine almost every year of my whole life. <laughs> I don't if know anyone how I know about knows it. the story behind Congdon's Donuts food trucks, <laughs> let us know what happens up there at night in the evening in Congdon Donuts parking lot. Uh, we'll have to find out for ourselves. But if you're listening and you've been there, shout it out. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Pack of Peanuts at Heather Sherry. Or obviously, we always say this too, but especially for this episode, if you had an awesome dessert or two. Let us know. We're willing to travel. <laughs> willing to travel. And uh, apparently we need to travel more and we need to try more desserts because our list is pretty similar. My number four is something you've 
mentioned in passing, but you haven't had in a while, so I know it's not on your list. That is salt and straw ice cream. I did not get to have the full salt and salt salt and straw experience this time when I went to Portland. I was there by myself, so you weren't even with me, which is a little sad because I wanted to get with salt and straw. I know. You guys weren't with me. But I also got very, very sick. Probably the worst food poisoning stomach virus I've ever had. Yeah, because it lasted It lasted for three days, days. days. And so I, the first thing I ate when I could actually eat food again, I was coming off three days of the stomach virus, had not eaten anything other than like a pack of crackers. And I thought, I have one day left what in Portland. What better thing to put I gotta go in to salt and straw. your stomach, but heavy yeah. dairy. So I was sick for three days. I had two days, I think, in Portland where I wasn't sick, and I went to salt and straw twice. That's how you know their ice cream is amazing. So still, my ultimate probably best ice well i'm gonna say it's 1b because i am gonna mention another place that is at least tied with it now that i had this year but salt and straw only reason it's fourth on this list because i've had it so many times but it's still absolutely amazing so if you guys have not had it uh they've opened up they're in portland la i think they have stuff in san francisco they're they're starting like jenny's but they're on the west coast to spread out which when we went in LA two years ago, it was as good as the original stuff in yeah, Portland too. So, so if you good. can keep the quality and spread out, man, salt and straw, come to the East Coast. Woo, I will support you. You'll <laughs> get my money every single day. Yeah, it's so good. I, I'm really looking forward to hopefully having it in 2019. But my number three is one that Trav mentioned right here in Philly. So we can easily go anytime we want. And that is Cake Life. And he specifically mentioned the Nanaimo Bar. And I have to say that it's the best Nanaimo bar I've ever had. And if you don't know what a Nanaimo bar is, it is this delicious, like, sheet pan, you know, like they make it in a sheet and cut it into squares. And it's made in Nanaimo, British Columbia, on Vancouver Island. And it's like a oat chocolate crust with like a cream and then a chocolate top. Yeah, like a vanilla cream in the, not yeah. vanilla, but more of like a Boston yeah. cream. Yeah, cream like a custard, <laughs> a cream. custard cream, a custard cream, go. and then like a thin layer of like a hard chocolate on top. So it's delicious. And to be fair, I've never like researched the best Nanaimo bar in Nanaimo. We usually get it when we're waiting for the ferry, which isn't even in Nanaimo. It's in Horseshoe Bay, and it's at like one of the little cafes there. You know, so I'm sure there are better Nanaimo bars out there in Canada. I don't know. We've Canada. had our fair share of Nanaimo bars in Vancouver Island area. And I've Island also had area. the Nanaimo bar on the Vancouver Ferry, which is pretty good. And, you know, I've never complained about, like, I've always enjoyed yeah, they're them. They're good. They're great. But then you go to Cake Life in Fishtown, which I'm telling you is amazing. About as far away yep, from Nanaimo far. as you can get it's and still far. be in this continent. And... and you know, Cake Life is pretty famous now because Beyonce heard about Cake Life when she was in Philly and I guess it was her birthday. So they made her a birthday cake and she was like raving about it. It's an awesome little shop. So all of their cakes, their cupcakes, their cookies, everything they make there is just freaking delicious. We went on a little, the only time I've been to Cake Life and eaten anything, we went on a little bit of bender. You've been there before, but we went in with our, our cousin and her two, a three bender. kids. A cake life bender. And it was Heather and I and, and our cousin who's our age, you know, an adult, and then three kids. And so we kind of went crazy and ordered, a, I don't know, like six or seven oh, desserts. Yeah. Tried them all. All super fantastic. They make 
I just thought the Nanaimo bar to me stood out. Yeah. Because I was expecting it to be eh, like a a little bit of a throwaway. Like, oh, this is probably decent. But then it was worlds better than any Nanaimo bar that I that I had ever yeah. had, but you've been there a few other times. Yeah, I've and- been there a few other times. I've had a lot of their desserts and their, and I don't even really like cake or cupcakes. And I like the cupcakes there. I like the cookies there. We had a tart there that was delicious. It's just an excellent spot. So if you're ever in Philly, you've got to try Cake Life. It's just so worth it. Yeah, it's in a great little neighborhood called Fishtown, which is the Brooklyn of Philadelphia. You know, um, we probably said that before on this podcast, but right next door is a place called Bottle Bar East, which is an amazing craft beer place. Now, they don't brew their own stuff, but they have tons of great stuff on tap, stuff that you can't find in the rest of Philly, Um, you know, like a thousand bottles as well. So if you want a dessert, beer, bang, bang, Cake Life, Bottle Bar East, pretty hard to beat, especially in Philly. So I'm with you. It's fantastic. Cake Mm -hmm. Life, you know, again, I try not to go because I know if I went and saw that case of all their stuff, oh, I'd want to try one so of It's so hard thing. to not buy so much. But stuff next there. time I'm going, I'm getting the tart because I love tarts. They're so good there. Yeah. So cake life, awesome. But on both our lists, my number three is one you mentioned already: the Rosworm Confectionery near the Budapest Cafe. You set the scene. Budapest Castle. Yeah, Budapest Castle. You already set the scene. Cobblestone streets castle in the background nice little walk to get here you sit outside the sun was shining you've got you got the apple strudel or a cherry strudel yeah oh it was so yummy and something else i got what they're like known for or famous for and that was the rudsworm creme and this is a cream cake you know like seven layers essentially it's like really thin what would you call it? Not phyllo dough, but, but really like a thin, thin pastry, thin pastry dough, and then vanilla cream, thin pastry dough, vanilla cream. Th- it so was I think delicious. it's a seven layer cake. Yeah. Oh man! So in Japan, when we used to live in Japan, there was a dessert that every once in a while they would put in the vending machine at my school, and I don't know why they wouldn't put it in all the time because it would sell out in a day. So I actually used to hoard these. Oh I would word. go and buy four or five at a time and put them in my desk. They were called Mille Crepe. And that's what they were. This like cream cake, seven layer cake. Fabulous, even out of a vending machine. Well, here, Much I'm better. at like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm at the home, I guess, of, of this cream cake. And it was so man, good. It, it was delicious. Yeah, a little powdered sugar sprinkle mm-hmm. on top. Wasn't too sweet. You know, it sounds like it'd be really, really sweet, but the vanilla cream wasn't that fake taste. It just was light, fluffy, airy. I ate one there. We got one to go. Yes, that's how you can tell that we uh, <laughs> were enjoying our pastries there in Budapest. And I ate it again the next day. Just as good. So get to Rosworm Cafe. Get yeah, it's get a, a bunch great of desserts. Spot. Go it's, with a group. It's a really fun area of Budapest. It really surprised me with, you know, we've been to a lot of castles. And, you know, sometimes I'm not I'm like, okay, we're just going to walk around and read all this stuff and like see a castle. But Budapest Castle was very cool because it's so high up above the city that you can see the rest of Budapest and then you walk through this old neighborhood. So it was just a really great experience. And then you end with the pastries. I mean, and it's definitely different than if you haven't been to Budapest, you can listen to our Budapest Destination Diary where we jump way more into this in the neighborhoods. But castles on the buddha side which is more residential hilly the pesh side is where like all the nightlife is 
and a lot of people stay. So it was nice to be on the Buddha side, be at the castle, walk down these cobblestone streets and these hilly streets, be at the cafe to see a different side, a quieter side Mm -hmm. of the city over there on the Buddha side. So that's my number three, Rusworm Creme at the Rusworm Confectionery. Yeah, so good. My number two, we got to bring it back to donuts because they're my favorite. (laughs) And we had just the best time in Nashville. And we went to a couple breweries. And then my sister, Julie, who lived in Nashville at the time, was like, listen, you've been in Nashville three times and you've never been to Four Daughters Donuts. Like, this is an institution in Nashville. We have to go. And we got there right before they closed. We got there right before they closed. Like, we got to get here. And, you know, we'd had a couple beers. I mean, Julie was driving, so she was definitely safe to drive. But Trav and I had uh, had a couple beers. As a note, it is legal to draw, to drink in a car in Tennessee if yes. you're not the driver. Yeah. Like, you can have an open container, which... Yeah. Who we, knew? We, we found out that day. So, you know, we were in a very good mood when we arrived. And I saw these donuts. And I am telling you, they're so beautiful and so humongous. Like, it's hard to eat a whole one. And I got this, I think it was like a vanilla bean donut, which isn't even something I would normally get, but it was like, it had filling in it. And then it had this delicious vanilla bean, like frosting on top. It was so good. These donuts are amazing. So there's a reason why it's a very popular spot in Nashville, because even though it's hip and it's trendy, they're actually amazing, well-made donuts. I have to like go with your opinion because you are the donut connoisseur. I didn't love them that much. And I I'm not sure. I mean, they were good, but to me, they I mean, I didn't even I didn't even know what you're gonna t- talk about when you're saying Nashville. That's how much they were out yeah. of my mind. It's like, where is she going with Nashville? I was in Nashville too. Good. Eh. I there's we got like uh, some crazy flavors which i usually want to get but then when i get crazy flavors like oreo cookie crumble blast i usually then think man i wish i just stuck with the old fashioned yeah well that's why my favorite one was just a normal like yeah. vanilla bean cream i mean yeah. it was i know i'm the i'm the one who always gets the yeah, ones you always want crazy stuff and then you don't really like it so no, just then I'm stick like, I with wish... the classics yeah, okay stick with the classics well, that's maybe why i'm not a donut yeah, person yeah. is what? You just don't do it right. I just haven't done it right. <laughs> My number two, Heather mentioned this place already, is High Point Creamery in Denver. What was so amazing, and jump in here too, Heath, because this was on your list, but I didn't look anything up about the best ice cream in Denver, which I traditionally do when I'm going somewhere. We just knew this was in Central Market. We were ending our location indie meetup, which was amazing. We had like 35 people there for a weekend. This was the last activity that we were going to do was to take everyone to Central Market, buy them ice cream, and then get pictures taken. So I thought, all right, well, this is close. Hopefully, it's pretty good. It is incredible. I love that I didn't know it was going to be incredible. They have, I mean, homemade ice cream. I think they have two spots in Denver. The, you know, like 16 flavors, all pretty unique. You know, some normal ones, but the one that took the cake. And, you know, we had, we bought 35 people ice cream. I think it was like, I don't know. It's like $270 worth of ice cream, which we end up buying, which is pretty fun Mm -hmm. because how often do you spend 270 bucks at? Yeah. And you even bought two random people's ice cream who got in the middle of our line of people. Right. We're trying to keep it so that we all ordered and then two people end up in the middle and I'm like, I'll just buy your ice cream. Like what? And that was fun too. So anyway, 
the best flavor, or at least the one that people were raving about the most and that I would agree with when it comes to like exotic flavors, unique and just a standout, was the Tin Cup Whiskey and Pistachio Brittle. Who would think? I don't even like whiskey. I don't like whiskey. I don't love pistachio, but this- So good. Yeah, it wasn't super boozy at all. I, you couldn't really taste the whiskey. It's Sometimes you get like bourbon ice cream or whiskey ice cream. It tastes very boozy, which I don't like because I don't like bourbon or whiskey. But this was just a mild hint of it and the pistachio brittle. Woo! Oh my. It was so good. Yeah. So High Point Creamery, Hath. Surprising. We went back again- so everyone else left Denver. We, you know, we stayed never a couple extra days. We went back again. I, I of course, I, I love that they let you sample, and Very I sampled true. every flavor there probably over those two different times, and everyone was a winner. So High Point Creamery has now moved in to my ongoing running list of top five ice cream places that I've ever been to. So it's up there with Salt and Straw. With Jenny's. Yeah. I'm not going to rank it right now because that's not what this episode is about. It's just experiences 2018. But one of these days we'll do an ice cream list and it'll have to get ranked. But it's it's right up there. It was incredible. Yeah. It, it was very good. And I mean, I had it at my number five, but that's only because I like donuts more. Yeah. And <laughs> again, it's great when there isn't an expectation. When you find this and you think, whoa, I, I thought this would just be regular ice cream and it blew me away. So that is my number two, High awesome. Point Creamery in Denver. So now we're both at our number one and I'm even more sure that it's the same thing because it hasn't come up on either one of our lists. Yet. I am going to throw a curveball though. I have a 1A and a 1B. Oh my word, it's trap. Because I completely blanked on this one and I cannot not mention it. So let's go. All right, with your 1B. With my 1B and your number one. Okay. Because, and then I'll end with this surprise one that-, that Wait, just... the surprise one is above the number one? Yes. Shut up. Well, 1A, 1B technically uh, okay. means they're tied. But so your 1B and my one are going to be the same. Are going to be saying. the same. And then the one that I completely forgot about until we literally hit recording this podcast and we were talking, and I don't know how I forgot about it, but it is- yeah, it's above. I am it's above. very curious. See, you know, I thought that we were going to have the same number one. And of course, you have to have an upset. Well, we got to keep. And, you know. Got to keep the people guessing. Well, I'm guessing because I have no idea what you're even thinking. So let's but go with. My number one interrupts 1B because, of course, he has to outshine me. Not outshine. <laughs> if I was making this list and I had remembered this place, they would be right at the top. I cannot differentiate because they're two different types of desserts as well. Okay. Well. I guess I will spill the beans on my number one, which is what they called the Snickers pie at Fiquette in Budapest. Is it Fiquette or Fiquette? Uh, I, we don't know how to say it. It's F-E-K-E-T-E. -E -E. With some accents over the E in there. I just say Fiquette. There. Heather says Fiquette. So uh, it doesn't matter it how is, you pronounce it. It's this it. great coffee shop. It made it on my top coffee of 2018. We loved the spot. We went back at least three times. Also has really good food, yes. like just straight up breakfast brunch yeah. food as well it is it's an amazing spot and the first time we went we got this snickers pie and it was so amazing that we ordered a second piece well to be fair too the second piece was ordered for the instagram because yeah it's we true ate the first piece <laughs> so quickly as we we're eating we thought this is how we knew it was going to be on our list we thought this is an incredible dessert this is going to be on our best desserts of 2018 yeah. 
we need to get a picture of it and tell everyone about it. And we had already eaten at least half of it, if not more. So we thought, well, and there's one piece left. So yeah. we're like, well, let's go order that piece right now so we can get a good picture and eat And more. if it's the best dessert you've ever had, we might as well each have one, you know, and not just have to share one. I mean, who So does we are going to, I think we are going, to, it's on our Instagram at Pack of Peanuts. But also, I think we're going, we are going to use that as the cover picture. We have to. For the podcast on it's the website as well. So, so you'll see good. What it looks like. And the problem was that Fiquette makes different desserts every day, just depends on what they, you know, they have at the shop. And so they don't always have this dessert. And we kept going back, hoping they would have it and like trying to request it. They didn't have it the whole rest of the time we were in Budapest. It was Only that first such day. A bummer. <gasps> it was so good. Because we we asked then the second time we came back. We didn't know they changed desserts. You know, we just went and got that awesome Snickers cake air pie and we're like, this is incredible. So we went back the second time. It might have been the next day. I'm not exactly sure. Probably. <laughs> it was very close to our apartment. And they didn't have it. And we said, Wait, do you have the Snickers pie that was so good? She, oh, we make different desserts each day. Like, were well, you making a Snickers pie today? No. But you can request it. So I'm like, okay, I'm requesting it. Yeah. And then we went back again and they it's like, okay, I'll tell the baker or yeah. whatever. And then we went back again. They didn't have it. I'm like, well, how can I request it? Oh, well, you could just tell me. Anyway, it's not we don't know how the request system works. Yeah, and it's not really called a Snickers pie. I don't really know. I mean, the one well, lady called it a Snickers pie, but then when we tried to request it, they weren't exactly sure what we meant. So, you know, it's one of those lost in translation things. Here's what I would do, though. If you're going to Budapest, and obviously you should, and that'll be on our best experiences list, which is coming up next episode, I'm sure. But I would go to Phuket. I would get an awesome coffee. I would check to see if the Snickers pie is there. If it isn't, I would tell them, because they are super nice, say, hey, a friend of mine or I listen to the Epop podcast, they have the Snickers pie. They called it their number one dessert of 2018. Is there any way you can make it? And just try to be a little more exact about it. Like say, oh, will you make it tomorrow or the next day so that you can, you know, you can make sure that you get it. Because I, we have, we're not very, we're not very, like, I don't want to say forward with it. We just assumed that they would make it right. because we had asked and then we went back. They didn't. So I would make sure you get the Snickers pie. <laughs> just make it happen. Just make it happen. It is absolutely incredible. So that was my number one on our original list as well. I'm not trying to outshine you, mm -hmm. but when I tell you what this is, you're going to agree that it needs a place on the list because when you had it as well, we were both blown away with it. I'm so, I can't believe I don't know so, what you're talking about. Drum roll here. Wasn't on the list beforehand. I apologize for forgetting about it. Sometimes this happens, but I'm glad I remembered it before the show is over. My 1A is salt spring ice cream. Specifically, <gasps> yes. the cinnamon toast flavor. Yes. And you know what? It's funny because when we were doing our best foods and I mentioned the tacos on Salt Spring Island and I think I even mentioned the ice cream there. Yes. And I totally and I, forgot when I was doing the desserts. I blanked on it when we were doing desserts as well. I can only, the only guess I can give is that, okay, we were on Salt Spring Island, a tiny island off of Vancouver Island you know, in British Columbia. We went there for one day. There was a market with a bunch of food trucks and, and tons of food. It was actually a really cool little market. And I Saturday market, Not just Sunday. Food. Yeah, Saturday I think it's or Sunday. Sunday market, I feel Look Maybe. it up. I can't remember if it's Saturday Whatever. or Sunday. They have it. Every every week, I, I guess. I think in, during the summer. During the summer, and at least. The, it's not just food; it's you know art and 
vendors, all sorts of different right. things. I went for the food, of course. And there was an ice cream place. So I thought, all right, well, I got to try this. And they only had two flavors there. It was just a little pop-up shop. And they don't have, as of right now, a like a store. You know, it's this lady who hand makes this ice cream. And then they sell it at the Salt Spring Island Cheese Shop. She makes specific flavors for the cheese shop that uses their cheese. So they do sell some of their cheese flavors there. But she also makes just random flavors and then has them at this market. And she had on sea salt caramel, which I love, and she had on cinnamon toast. Now, the sea salt caramel, I would say, was a little above average for sea salt caramel flavors. But the cinnamon toast was, and I, I had one bite. Remember, how I came mm-hmm. back and I said, this is the best ice cream I've ever had. Yeah. It was that good. It was so good. It tastes like cinnamon toast crunch, ice, or like cinnamon toast crunch cereal, but not fake you know not like you drink the milk from cinnamon toast crunch and it's good but you're like oh it's a little filmy <laughs> this is the- it it was absolutely delicious and i had totally forgot about it and yeah you went and got the ice cream and you know i had just had tacos i was pretty full i didn't even really want ice cream and then i before we left the market i went back and got my own ice cream because you had gotten and i had a couple bites and I was like this is so good the only thing that I am disappointed with, and if you're listening, lady who runs Sea Salt uh, or Salt Spring Ice Cream, I, your ice cream is amazing. She was not that nice to me, which I thought was a little weird because <laughs> I came home like, oh, I love ice cream, yeah. this and that. And she's like, no samples. Like, okay. Wasn't even, I mean, I, maybe I would have asked for a sample, but I was you're ready pretty to, into samples. I was ready to buy ice cream anyway. So I said, oh, you have two flavors. I, you know, I want to try both of these. Can I get two scoops? And she said, no. I'm like, well, I'll pay for two scoops. She goes, nope, we only do one scoop. It's $5. I said, well, what if I want both flavors? She's like, well, you can buy two one scoops. And I thought... Like on two different cones? Yeah. And I just thought like, this is very weird, which I did end up doing. Yeah. Despite her not being nice about it. I kind of didn't want to, but after I had the cinnamon toast first... So thankfully, I had the cinnamon toast first because had I had the sea salt caramel first, it was just, you know, it's above average, but I probably wouldn't have went back and got the cinnamon toast because I was a little turned off by her not being nice to me. But I had the cinnamon (laughs) toast first, which was incredible. And I went back and got the sea salt caramel. So, I mean, I guess her plan worked if she wanted to get extra money out of me at work. But I just thought, man, I'm really excited to try your ice cream. Why wouldn't you let me get two scoops? Charge me seven bucks. I don't need another cone. You know, but she wouldn't. Either way. Yeah, policy's policy. You know, they, she takes her ice cream very she seriously. She takes her ice cream very seriously. She is a very serious person. But man, she makes a killer ice cream. So despite the fact that I was very turned off by the customer service, the ice cream is that good that it's my number one dessert of 2018. That's insane. What? In- <laughs> How's that insane? You also loved it. I know, but I don't. I didn't love it more than I loved that Snickers cake. Well, I said one yeah. A, one B. Yeah, it's hard to differentiate, and you know I'm an ice cream guy. It's true, you are an ice so cream. So maybe ice cream takes precedent for me, but sure. it's going to be very hard for you to find the Salt Spring ice cream. If anyone knows her or knows how to get it, pass the word along. She's all her ice cream is awesome, um, and I would love to have it again. But I feel like that might be just like the Snickers cake or Snickers yeah, pie. It's like a unicorn you know a a once in a lifetime it may just live on in our memory forever so there we have it those are our top desserts of 2018 i really am very very hungry at right now my stomach is churning 
Uh, I got to get something sweet in my belly, and I hope it's not Annie's Organic Bunnies. I'd rather something better than <laughs> a that. A little better than the Organic Bunnies. Uh, a little better than the Organic Bunnies. If you guys are listening, which you are, obviously, sh- let us know. Social media is so much fun. We've been having a ton of interaction there over the last couple episodes with our best beer, our best coffee. In fact, Heather, I don't know if you saw this, but we did get an Instagram comment uh, or a message. Someone else was at contact. Oh, and really? their best coffee. I didn't see that. Their best coffee of the year was Contact in Budapest. Oh, so good. So, um, yeah, thank you. I think it was Jason Everett, if I'm getting that right. Um, I'm trying to look it up and, and talk at the same time, not working. But uh, thank you so much for reaching out to us. Everyone who's ta- told us their best meals, their best coffee. Still time to do that, obviously. Let us know your best desserts. Tweet us or hit us up on Instagram. What were your best desserts of 2018? Because, like we mentioned, we'll travel for desserts. And also, we don't want to have so much crossover in 2019, Heath. I mean, it means desserts were good because they're memorable, but let's try to eat enough desserts so we have less crossover. Well, I mean, we can start today. It's still January, so let's make it happen. There you go. A January resolution for everyone. For (laughs) us, eat more desserts in 2019. So thank you guys for listening. You can get the show notes for everything we mentioned here. Obviously, at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows, we will do the hard work of linking everything up so you can just click through, find those places, add them to your itineraries, go get those donuts or ice cream or rusworm cremes or whatever it is that you're going to go get. Um, you can leave notes on those show notes, too, of your favorite desserts. We super appreciate that, as well as, like I mentioned, Instagram and Twitter. So thank you for the support, as always, especially for our year in review. We've been getting lots of positive feedback for that. So thank you guys for listening. And until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris country that eats more ice cream than any other country in the world is New Zealand, which eats one and a half times as much as the United States. I knew there was a reason I always wanted to go there.